talking about chicken a la king. Mango and garbanzo tabbouleh. potatoes and vegetables with roasted garlic and basil. Zucchini ziti. Granola fruit bar. Look at all this beautiful food. Hi, everybody. Welcome to Green Eggs and Dan. My guest today, plural, guests with an S. I have the pleasure of speaking to the comedy power couple of Scott Aukerman and Kulap Vilaisek. Scott is the creator of the hit podcast and IFC show Comedy Bang Bang and another new podcast, Freedom, both on Earwolf. He is the co-creator of Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis and is the writer-director of the Between Two Ferns movie, which has just come out on Netflix. Kulap is a hilarious writer, actor, creator, triple threat. She's been seen in Children's Hospital, Parks and Recs, The Office, Love, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and the list goes on and on. She is the creator of the hit show, Bajillion Dollar Properties, my favorite project to ever be a part of. And she has just come out with an insanely amazing, powerful documentary about her life called Origin Story, which you can watch streaming on Amazon Prime. I'm so glad we have another another duo today. You're a second duo. Oh, wow. Who's the first? The Sklar brothers. Oh, my goodness. We're just like twins, but we fuck. But they give you the comedy of one person. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're we're going to give you the comedy of one half a person. Um, <laughs> a sorry, Quarter Sklars. apiece. Sklars. Come on. You're I my disagree. friends. You're, you're my friends. You're all of our friends. You know what they I, do really well? They do the whole like... I said a word, and then I say the same word at the same time. They do everything really well. They're, they're like very, they're one it. brain in the in a very wonderful part. Ooh, drinking a Dasani, I see, Kulov. I mean, uh, this isn't an ad, Dan. Kulov's drinking Dasani, everyone. <laughs> Do you know, I heard that Dasani is just basically water in a Brita that they... I Makes sense, but probably not a, a Brita. It's probably something that's off-market, yeah. not generic. They've, there was that Penn and Teller bullshit uh, segment that was their show, uh, not... It wasn't a bullshit segment. It, <laughs> it sounded like you were valuing it as bullshit. <laughs> um, where they they claim that most bottled water is just like they pour out of a hose, a garden hose. Into oh, right. Them. They have like their version of Adam Ruins Everything. Uh, I mean, it, uh, yeah, you, you might reverse it. So yes. Adam Ruins Everything is <laughs> his version of their thing. But right, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys actually, we're going to go through your fridge if you don't mind. We have wonderful pictures of your fridge that you can see on my Instagram, at StandUpDan. Where'd you get these pictures? Don't worry about it, Scott. <laughs> um, you guys have a very well-stocked fridge. Yeah? Um, Do you wonderfully mean full stocked. or well-stocked? What, In your opinion, what is well-stocked and what is just overflowing? Well, I think it's both. It's very full. It's very... You, you have a very good econom- economical use of space. Ooh. Um... You have a lot of different kinds of booze, which I love. You have champagne. The only other person who had champagne at the ready was uh, Paul F. Tompkins mm. in the fridge. I think well, we probably have six bottles ready to go <laughs> That's at good. this point. Look, not, we, not in that fridge. There's another. Oh, we you have, have, a, we have a, a wine, wine fridge, fridge yeah. as well. Fridge. Look, we are people of celebration, and yes. I will not feel bad about it. You know, I'm not trying to make you feel bad. You guys <laughs> have the best celebrations ever, and you always have stocked with wonderful booze. I see some booze here from your last party. That's right. The Babe Rosé. Yes. The Babe Rosé, which is rosé in a can. Which That's right. Wine in a can creeps me out. Uh, well, you're leaving with a case. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have a lot. <laughs> it's very creepy, wine in a can. Well, it, oh, that, it's great, though. That's the new, it's the new thing. It is. Everyone loves things in cans. What is wrong with... It being in a can to you. Do you, you think the, the glass is a better conductor for... He's a man of France. I'm a, ma- I'm a man of France. 
Don't you know that about me? Do you me? not like twist off caps as well? Because I, I hear those are better than they the corks. They are. The corks uh, let more oxygen in. Mm-hmm. And if you don't store them correctly, then your wine is fucked. Mm-hmm. But I, look, I bet in, in 100 years, we're probably going to be like, how is anyone drinking wine out of a glass bottle? No one will be alive then. As we open. <laughs> yeah. As, <laughs> 10 years. Enjoy it as, now, as guys. We still laugh at you. As we have our tall boy of Pinot Noir during the <laughs> apocalypse. Um, so you guys have a lot of fun booze, and then you're—I uh, was surprised there aren't more. So Kulap, you are a uh, Laotian, Lao, yes. Laotian, Lao. I'm Lao. You're Lao. Not as much Lao um, condiments. Condiments as I thought I'd see here. But uh, did I take a photo of the doors? Door. Do you mean, you mean oh, the band? Yes. Door, yeah. The doors. <laughs> yeah. Well, did I take a photo of our doors poster <laughs> and send it to you? It's Jim Morrison shirtless. <laughs> Yeah, there there's isn't that much. Like, there's stuff here. We've got some. We've got some jail. But also, a lot of condiments are in the pantry. Yeah, that's true. What's jail? Jail is like a, a like a sauce or a dipping sauce. It's a dipping sauce. So the, you had your. Uh, we the last time I was here was your party for your uh, for your film, which we'll get into uh, in a minute. But you had a your buddy who's a uh, private chef. Yes, Sang Tong Duang Dara. Who had the most amazing spread of Lao food ever. His it was really was good, right? Yeah. And he taught me about something that your fish sauce is different than other fish sauces. I can pull it out of the fridge and you can look at it. You guys have a funky fish sauce. It was like gray. Oh, yeah, because it's unfiltered. Yeah. I have, I have like four... What are they fi- filtering it through? Like a coffee filter? <laughs> Suck. <laughs> yeah. A don't get fancy. <laughs> yes. Get yes. Fancy. You you heard him right. A cum sock. <laughs> yes. Well, that adds umami to the sauce. <laughs> oh, mommy. Oh, my dirty cum sock, mommy. <laughs> Sorry. So is gr- this a PG show? No, not know. at all. No, oh, this okay. is wonderful. This is the fifth time someone has brought up cum socks on our show. Actually, <laughs> strange. Um, ding ding ding. Yeah. Um, so Squire Brothers four times, <laughs> twice a piece. <laughs> cum sock. Cum sock. Cum sock. <laughs> Are you saying my last name? That was... Kulap <laughs> <laughs> Kamsak is with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> well, I I just, I, does mean Kamsak in Lao, It though. does. People, you know, this is a this is a green eggs and Dan exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> so unfiltered fish sauce. Like, growing up, people's, like, moms and grandmas would make their own fish sauce that they would put in, like, a paint bucket, cover it, because the stench, you, you would you would be fermenting it for years. Oof. Wait, so like, you've got the heads, and you've got like you know, it's it's a it's a very cl- and the it's, guts and all the guts everything, of everything fermenting like in your garage or under the sink. It's fermenting it, just means like going, letting it spoil. Going, yeah, <laughs> that's a what it means. Rot. Mm-hmm. That's right. But that is like the hot stuff now because that stuff's like really good for your gut health, and everyone wants like a good gut flora. Yeah, that's true. So they're doing a lot of fish sauce, like and a varied gut. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. So there's at least three kinds of fish sauce in this house right now. Really? Mm-hmm. Are you guys? Do you guys mostly do anchovy fish sauce, or is it like d- different kinds of fish? Oh, it's like because we have the red boat, which you like. Yes, I like that stuff. That's mm-hmm. like, but that your your boy made fun of me, the chef. He said that this was like the fancy pants. It is fancy, but it's fancy and it's also like paleo. It's like ra- Lao royalty. <laughs> Which that's why they got kicked out of the country because of their fish sauce. It was too fancy. Is that really what happened? <laughs> yeah. I thought it was more complicated than that, but okay. No, I think that's it. Revisionist history. All right, cool. <laughs> um, so I know that you are an enormous uh, foodie, Kulop. I like food. I mean, you is love it food. like, I don't know if I'm at a level of you or like a Patton Oswald in terms of foodiness. You're very passionate about food, though. I do love food. Way more passionate than your husband. 
Is that true, Scott? Huh? That's the real reason hey, I brought you both together. <laughs> Wait, is that you think so, Scott? I mean, I like going out to restaurants. I just, you know, I, I, I can't say that I know too much about the ingredients or. <clears throat> I feel like this. My my earliest. I'm I'm very like I'm not fantastic at like uh, first meetings of people. Hmm. And so usually what I'll do inevitably is steer the conversation to food because I feel com- that's my happy right. place. Yeah. And I remember doing that with you and I didn't get very far. Why don't you eat a dick? <laughs> <laughs> um, and recently on our plane back from uh, San Francisco this weekend, I was looking at my old notes and I had notes from our first meeting. And it's oh, really wow. funny. It's like you, I wrote like, you know, you know to say, I love you or something like that in like 14 languages or something like that. Yeah, oh, you're beautiful in 14 languages. Yeah. Uh, which is mm-hmm. like, okay. Comes from my shady past. Yeah. And it was a lot about like you used to write for a food magazine. Yes. And so we got very far. Yes. It worked with us. I I, I think that's why I got the job in Bajillion was because we. <laughs> By the way, Cool App doesn't just write notes about every person she meets. This this was like we, you. we had hired Says you. you. Huh? No, I don't think so. <laughs> no, I have files on everyone. <laughs> <laughs> But we've nerded out on food. So you guys just went to San Francisco. Yeah. Did you yes. go as well? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, he was the reason for the season. Oh, cool. Yeah, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> I was delivering presents. <laughs> um, he did the uh, the Comedy Central Cluster Fest and did two of his podcasts there. Oh, fantastic. And I just tagged along. Sorry, we're just talking mm-hmm. about She's tag along. We're just talking about Green Eggs and Dan. No <laughs> other podcast Exist? No, oh, so not, sorry. <laughs> not not for this hour. They don't. Oh, I didn't know. Not for not I for this five hours. We do five hours. Five hours. hours. Show. Oh, that was so not a real deep dive, guys. Was gonna happen. But you went to um, what was that ramen place you guys went to? There was a line. I go. It was just me. Went. Yeah, I went. It's really? um, Marufuku. Oh, that sounds like hmm? that what? sounds like Momofuku. a food like Momofuku, like like the <laughs> Maru cana- like, Fuku. like the Canal Street version of Momofuku. <laughs> Maru is bad, I think. Maru? I think it is. Maru Fuku. But I don't know what Fuku is. I know hmm. fuck you. <laughs> fuku. Hmm. Um, it was delicious. Was it? Yes, and um, we Scott had plans with Adam Scott. For no, uh, apparently not a podcast, I'm not allowed to say it in the next five hours. Right, all right. So he had prior plans. I was like, I'm going to figure out dinner, and I was feeling ramen. And then I looked up uh, on Yelp, and there was like you could do a wait list. Yeah. So I was like, I'll wait. And right when I got on the wait list, I was like queued at like 150. No way. Yeah, like it was like yeah, like it was a, it was like a two hour and 15 minute. Like okay, come back two hours and 15 minutes from now. Yeah, Jeez. and by the time and I went and to the place a little early just because uh-huh. like in case like the queue or whatever reason, and by the time I got there, uh, half an hour before I probably like half an hour an hour before I, I was supposed to be there, they had cut the wait list off. It was like eight o'clock and they close at eleven or whatever. No? And they're like, yeah, more wait list. Was it worth the wait? Totally worth the wait. For and real? they and they only have four ramens, four styles of ramen. Uh-huh. And like when I was there, there is a, there was only one a dog in the room. That was a dog. squeaky toy. Squeaky yeah. toy. Yeah. Yeah. So just so they know. You don't yeah. know. Just so they know. I don't yeah. want to think this is like a Sabadu Gigante thing where we just like <laughs> squeeze little animals and stuff in the middle of when people and are talking. Yeah, anytime we mention a certain word. <laughs> wicka, wicka. Oh, I, me. I, I, I. You said ramen. That's, when we, that's our I, I, I word. <laughs> well, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, so it was delicious and more delicious because other people who wanted it could not have it. Yes. That evening. I love that. Was yeah. it a porky ramen? I went with the tonkatsu yeah. and I went with the version that also came with like a thick 
piece of uh, of pork of uh, of the like pork belly. The roll. Thank pork you. Belly yes, thing. but a thick. That was in addition to yeah. the pork. Chashu, there. chashu, Mo. chashu. So good. And then I had a Sapporo. It was delicious. Wow. Oh, and the, it was it was there was sunlight out. Were you day drinking? No, it was it was For dinner. Reason, oh, the like sun. it doesn't. The sun didn't go down, and I don't know if San Francisco was later than LA, but the it, like sunset was eight thirty forty five. Really, and and it's sun like up the, at five forty five. Yeah, like I mean, the it's the it's middle like of summer, song. but it's the song. Which song? Oh, the sun doesn't go down on San Francisco. Babe, it was the it was it was the uh, longest day of summer. Oh, okay. Oh, was it really? Yeah, because huh. it was the twenty first. Oh, think. Wow. yeah. Oh, so maybe it wasn't because of the song. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Maybe they wrote that song on the 21st of June. And they yeah. were like, wow, the sun doesn't go. It was the first time they'd ever been there. And they're like, this, the days are so long in San Francisco. Yeah. This is crazy. They have Every country has their own song about the sun never going down because a band gets there on the 21st <laughs> of June. So that Elton John song is about that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought he, it was something he, else. Was <laughs> in, he was in Tulsa that day. <laughs> so, uh, Scott, you are... A wonderful barbecueista. Oh, thank you. Oh, I've had I'm your barbecue. Barbecueista. Newly taught. Self-taught, though. Self-taught, no? yes. Uh, although I, I've read books. I guess you can still read books and be self-taught, right? It's not like you have to like just figure it out yourself and then go, okay, I, I figured it out with no help. What, <laughs> what about if you watch YouTube videos and learn something? I think that still counts as self-taught, yeah. right? Instead, yeah. of, instead of going to a school, I guess? Is that what it is? Or, or having or, an instructor, like a yeah. in-person instructor. I don't know. But like I did. a barbecue professor. Man, the rules are changing, man. Black oh, Mirror, man. Yeah, man. We're all self-taught. DIY, um, baby. Yeah, so uh, I had a, I had a, I had a big I had a lot to do with you getting your your right, smoker. Yeah, I tell that wonderful story of how much you have to do with my smoker. <laughs> Thank you. I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> um, you know, Kulop yes. asked me I, once. as the guest was going to go into Scott, it. One, but you, one minute, yeah. please. <laughs> Kulop asked me, "Hey Dan," I said, "Hey Kulop." Hey Dan. She said, "I'm taking some notes on this conversation, as I always do." That's right. For record, and to damn you later. It's my Scotty's birthday, and I want to get him a nope. nice present. No, it's Christmas. Damn it, Jesus's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> it's Jesus's birthday, and you want to get a nice present for him. Yeah, well, reason for the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So here's the backstory to your incredible story. Oh, it's like memento. <laughs> um, <laughs> we, uh, I used or not used to, but uh, this last year I didn't for the first time in 12 years, I think. But I would go to Austin every year for South by Southwest. And yes. Um, I and a gentleman named Charlie Sotelo, who I just saw um, two days ago, um, we started the comedy at, at South by Southwest. So that before we started, there was no comedy. It was just uh, film and music. That was it. Right. So we would go there every year. And um, I remember the f- second year I was there, uh, David Cross uh, said he wanted to get barbecue somewhere. So we like walked across the highway and found just the nearest barbecue place. And there was no one there. And the barbecue, I remember not being very good. And Oh, what a bummer um, in Austin. Yeah. You know, but, but then like I've been to places like Stubbs and it's not good there either. And, you know, so, and I was just like, Stubbs, the sponsor of the show. Oh, Oh. um, so, but I, I remembered going there and going like, oh, that wasn't that great, but whatever. So then I would, then like the next year or maybe two years later, I would hear about, you got to go to Franklin Barbecue. Yeah. You got to go to Franklin Barbecue. And I was like, well, where is this place? And I look and it's at this place, right? And I'm like, I've been there. It's terrible. 
and people will go, no, 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 they bought it from that place. Oh, <laughs> like no they just way. started there. So um, we ended up going the first time we went to Franklin Barbecue. I think we got there right when they ran out of food or whatever, but the line was kind of short, so we only waited like forty-five minutes or whatever. Mm. But um, then I, the next year, I did the total, like, get there or, three hours early and wow. just sit in a chair, you know, the entire time and yeah. wait for it. So it was, it was so good, and I was like, oh, my God, how do you make this stuff? So I bought the cookbook that um, they put out, and then it sat on the shelf for, I think, a couple of years. Yeah. And I would talk about it and go, oh, yeah, I want to learn how to do that at some point. And, um, but we, you know, I didn't yeah, really I know we how to do it. Yeah, I think we were talking because we have a grill. Like, how do we... Mm-hmm. Make it work in a grill, right? And then, and then someone told me about the big green egg, right? And I was like, "Oh, that's cool. Maybe, maybe I could learn how to do it on that." But then forgot about it yes. as well. But Kulop never forgets. Never, never forgot. forgot. Mm-hmm. Well, I keep records as has yeah, been established. She, took notes. <laughs> she has the nine eleven of brains. She <laughs> <laughs> never forget. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So she contacted you about the big green egg, and you gave she her did. advice. Well, well, I you, think you wanted to get. You were debating between the medium green egg or the big green egg. Yes. And I was very, very passionate about. It. You got to get the big one. That's right. Had you, you worked on one before? Or? Never. I've never. So you. I had never even heard of it. I was just like, <laughs> bigger is better. Uh, no, I. But I have a lot of friends who have them, and you know, the one of my buddies uh, has. You know, have you heard of Slab Barbecue? Yes. In, um, in uh, mm-hmm. Los Angeles, a lot yeah, of the kids we are talking just about had some it. stuff from it. Yeah. What'd you think? Awesome. Yeah. yeah we went to great. a we went to a barbecue. In fact, we called you from it. The uh the LA Times. Oh yeah. The LA uh, Food Bowl barbecue yeah. event. Yeah. yeah. Was he there? He was there. Oh, yeah. Okay, cool. So we had uh uh Franklin Barbecue was there and Slab and a bunch of great places. Um there's a, a Laotian uh Crazy Kai's Crazy Kai's Barbecue. Crazy Kai's. Yeah, wow. they're out of Corona and they're Lao yeah. Barbecue. What so is what? fourteen different barbecue wow. places, all with different dishes. It was it was amazing. We and then there was also just like Whiskey and beer, yeah. and it was. We just went for it. We were so full. I should have just come because you, you were like, I "Why aren't you, you here?" I didn't yeah. understand why you weren't. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. It was amazing. Um, so you should know that the uh, the slab pitmaster had a lot to do with you getting the bigger green egg. Because I don't say. Him, yeah, no, really? I say because I asked him uh, which one, and apparently the circulation that happens in there is better mm-hmm. in the big one. Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah. His stuff at this event we went to was amazing. Yeah, his yeah. stuff is insane. He, unfortunately, at his store, he's not allowed to use a smoker smoker. Oh, it has really? to be an electric oh, smoker because yeah. mm-hmm. of like laws and whatnot. Oh, let's deregulate everything. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on, guys. Shackling us. Trump guys. 2020. Shackled. No, Scott. Yes, smoked barbecue. Ugh. Come on. He, uh, he made, it was, I believe his was a sandwich that had brie in it. It was amazing. Yeah, he and makes had the like bougie stuff It was so delicious. Yeah. Yeah. But your barbecue's fun. I've had your barbecue before and it's so yeah, I I try I I got it on Christmas and I reread the book and then I also read some um on some uh like big green egg recipe websites yeah. and stuff. And I was just trying to figure it out and I sort of learned the the whole philosophy behind it. And I was, and I had never, I mean, I'd like, whenever I barbecue stuff, you know, I would just like throw it on and go like, I don't know what I'm doing. And then yeah. you take it off whenever it looks, you know, ready. Right, right, right. So for this, but but for this, I was really like trying to mentally prepare. And I, I read the entire Franklin barbecue book and I was like, okay, I think I understand what's going on. And so we had, I believe it was the Super Bowl or, or maybe just a, a, a Minnesota football game that we had some people over on a Sunday. And I'm so I was Minnesota. like, Saturday, I got to do a test because I can't just make oh, the yes, first one. Yes. 
you know, that's right. The, my first time doing it because what if I fuck it up? So you tested with a whole brisket. So I tested. With, so I pretty much tested it with a whole brisket like yep. the day before. Oh my god! It was a smaller just brisket. Between, it was small, but it was just between me and Kulop, and I was like, okay, here we go. I'm gonna test it, including like how much per pound, all that stuff. I didn't really know, and. I and it's a good thing I did because I like fucked up three very important things Ooh. and when I took it out it was really dry and it was bad and we were like it didn't have the didn't have the smoke, the smoke ring, ring around yep. it what was and that temperature too high I took it off too early uh-huh I did not let it rest oh <laughs> I uh and what was the other thing um, well, because you know the stall on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I took a During dump. The stall, you mopped right on it. <laughs> you mopped your dick on it. <laughs> no, but the, you know they they talk he about did it with his dick. <laughs> Come on. They talk about the stall and how you'll get like yeah, like um, one sixty five. The temperature like is it one sixty five? It's about one sixty five. It'll just stay at one sixty five for an hour and a half or something right. like that, and then slowly start to rise. And a lot of people will go like, oh shit it must be done yeah. and they'll take it off. I don't think I took it off that early, but I think I took it off like the minute it was over the stall and it still should have had like oh, you yeah. know, hours and hours. You got to get it to 200. Yeah. So in any case, like I messed up all those things, but I was smart enough to go like, oh, I see. Okay. I didn't do that. I didn't do that right. I didn't do that right. Okay. Now I think if I were to do it again, I would know how to do it. And so I did another brisket the next day and it was Perfect. incredible. Really? It Juicy. Was, yeah. It was like just you know one of the best. I had one at one of your parties and it was insanely good. Right, and it was right. It was soon after you got it too. Yeah, yeah. So so like second time, I was like, this is one of the best briskets I've yeah. ever had. <laughs> oh shit! Unfortunately, I don't do it like all the time. So I think the one that I did a month ago was not quite as good because I was like, I I put an I I I got it up to two oh five or something like that before right. I took it off because I was reading one recipe that was like oh, anywhere between two hundred and two oh five. Whereas I think the Franklin barbecue is like even under two hundred a little bit. Yeah. Like one ninety something. So anyway it's there's really the best gift I've ever given him because yeah. it's a gift to myself. It's a gift to yourself. Yeah. It's like that Simpsons episode when Homer gets a bowling ball for Marge. Hmm. But it's actually I don't know himself. who these people are you're talking about. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you guys have any hashtag uh, like um, learning how to cook goals for the next year? Or is there anything that big that you're looking at to learn how to cook? Oh, interesting. Well, I want to learn how to cook more uh, more Lao food. And you mentioned my friend, Chef Sang, Sang yeah. Tong Duang Dara. So I want him to teach me how to make Kao Piak Sen. And that is a chicken, it's a, a hand, handmade noodles. So it's a chicken noodle soup. Oh, wow. With tapioca noodles. Whoa. Delicious. That's There's fun. A, there is a, um, a uh, ginger to it, a strong ginger and garlic flavor to it. It's, it's kind of thicker because of the uh, starch and the tapioca. Yeah. Um, Are some of these things that that um, you you talk to him about cooking. Are any of them, were they comfort foods to you when you were young? Yes. That you just have not had? In, in and don't know how to make. Right. And weren't on the menu in my mom's Thai restaurant. Because right. that's Lao food. When we first got together, I was not, I don't even know if I had been to a lot of pho places. I think maybe one or two or something. But it was like, that was something where you're like, oh no, this is like comfort food to me. Yes. You know, yeah. growing up. My dad, it, like my, for like, Speaking of Vikings games, like Sundays, it would be like oftentimes he would make just a big, huge pot of pho and like we would just eat that. No way. Yeah. That's fun. And it's something that I want to start doing too. Just like it's 
playing so communal, football. playing football, for the mainly football. And I, and, and you know, not, obviously not a quarterback, but definitely like you know, offensive lineman. Can I? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna steer you against what you want to do. Okay. Okay. Oh, cool. Let me tell you something. Okay. Why? You're not smart enough. Let me. T- <laughs> to be a football player. Dan's nagging her. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. She's gonna fall in love with me Dude, now. Dude, <laughs> I want to fuck him now. <laughs> I, you know, every time I try to get into the immigranty foods. Immigranty. Oh hold on. Oh boy. Stay with me. Here we go. By the way, this is gonna be on Breitbart. Um, <laughs> that's that's Trump 2020. <laughs> I just feel like I, I went through this big Persian pride thing for a while, and I was like, why am I trying to cook Italian food or whatever all the time? I'm just going to start start cooking Persian food. Okay. And some cultures, and I believe I believe uh, your culture, I believe the Lao are in the same boat. Yeah. Where, Don't like, talk about the Lao you need in a boat, <laughs> please. That's really painful. Uh, uh, where they came just across like, the Mekong There's just tires. a landmine of things that can go wrong. Oh, Jesus. When you're, because... No, they're I, not landmines. They're more. They're bombies. Those UXOs. So it's not exactly. We'll have right. a link to how to donate to the landmines. That's no, no, not to the landmines. <laughs> not no. for more landmines. Oh, I thought you guys need more landmines. No, to, we have enough. And oh, they're not landmines. Okay. Um, no, um, I just feel like there are what I like to call grandmother food cultures. Yeah. Where it's like you have to be a grandmother who isn't doing anything all day to be able to cook <laughs> this food. And if you don't have right. like four or five hours, you can't make like, you can't just like cook Persian food every day unless you literally have nothing else to do. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think... Well, that's... Yeah. I mean, it's the same thing with the barbecuing thing. It takes, yeah. you know, eight hours it's or ten It's a once in a while thing. Yeah, it's a once in a while. I think Italian food is the quickest, like... Just boom, olive oil, garlic. Unless you want to make a sauce. Like you want to make a grandma sauce. Yeah. Like a true. Grandma sauce. Yeah. It's all about right. the grandma. But I, aren't, no, I, mean, but I, I, I am, this is in jest. I think it would be very fun to. Can't you just start that kind of stuff like in the morning though and like just check in occasionally with it? Or are you. Absolutely. In Persian food, do you literally have to be checking no. on it all the time? You can you can set it and forget it. Actually, mm-hmm. there's a soup called Kalipoche, which is. Um, which means head and hoof soup, Damn. which is a lamb head wow. and a bunch of hoofs. A bunch. And you just put it in... Like more maybe than four? would come with the head? Yeah. Uh, I think you're, you're going to have like a three to one hoof to head ratio. Oh. <laughs> Still, four to one would be pretty much <laughs> standard oh, no. for... No, no, no. I'm saying, I'm saying three fours, so 12 hoofs. 12, oh, really? 12 head. hoofs yeah, to one head? Yeah, I was three animal. Oh, what about really? how many girls per cup as well? <laughs> Is it two girls, one cup? I think or two. Is it <laughs> <laughs> Similar ratio for the Persian soup. <laughs> but anyway, you take the bowl of, uh, you take the huge uh, thing of water, put, not bowl, uh, uh, pot. What are they called? Pots. You uh, put in onion, turmeric. Okay. Two, two heads, one hoof. Two hoofs, one head. And you're supposed to just put it in there simmered overnight and you wake up in the morning and it's a, hearty like Persian like uh like hearty like uh breakfast food for uh-huh. like You've got for like Persian like uh what are workers. they called the wood choppers? Lumberjacks. Uh, lumberjacks. Persian lumberjacks. You know them. Where where do you get filled a, with collagen? Can you get filled with collagen? Can you get uh I'm sure you can, but can you get heads somewhere around here? Or? You can you can get them in the valley. Mm. The heads are all in the valley. Yeah. Um, so you can get head in the valley. It's a li- you can get head in the valley in more ways than once. The porn capital. Where's uh, that squeaky toy? Of America. <laughs> 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 but um, what people do a little cheat will be they'll use tongue, which is a lot easier to find, like beef, like beef tongue, and then beef hoofs also easier to find. Mm. More gelatinous though. Mm. Doesn't okay. make. Uh, 
as good of a soup, I think. Okay. Is that something that you missed, Dan? Like, did you have it growing up, or is it something that you just wanted to learn how to cook? No, I did. I mean, it was, it, that is grandma's food. That's, like, what she mm-hmm. would make, and I, I enjoyed it immensely. But every time I make it, I'm just exhausted for three days after. I don't know how they <laughs> fucking do it every day. Well, at some point, we'll be grandparents, I'm sure, and we'll have all that time. To and then just we'll, we'll just cook, mm-hmm. sit, sit by the stove. Well, I think for me is that we we want to start a family and... Um, Our own. <laughs> Not someone else. Oh, I thought you were... <laughs> I thought you thought that I wanted you guys to adopt <laughs> me or something. Yeah. Like, I'm cool, saying, guys. Like, Dan? Would you like to join opening. our family? <laughs> Oh, man. But I want to, you know, as you know, like I've been, I really want origin story in Los Angeles, uh, these various things that, uh, circles that in communities I've created and, and, and are nurturing, I want to bring my culture into into our child's life and I want to start building traditions. and White and, culture. Yeah. <laughs> What, honey? White culture. What? What about? Where's yeah. the squeaky toy? Where's the white, white, white? white Where's culture. our Pepe the Frog squeaky Qua. doll? She's white. talking about when she, you know, worked at Hulk Hogan's Postamania. She wants to bring that sort of. And experience. I absolutely that'll be, you know, that'll be part of the story. That'll mm-hmm. be part of my food story. Well, actually, your documentary, which is fantastic, origin story, you can get it on. You can watch on Amazon, right? Yes, Amazon Prime. Amazon Prime, uh, amazing movie. I I love the role that food played in it as well. Cause it's huge, huge role. Um, it's a, but it's as you can relate. I mean, that's a big part of our families growing up. Your family mean, too. You could t- like when you go visit your mom. She I like in a way. It's almost like she knew the conversations were going to be so awkward. So she was like, "I'm just going to f- keep feeding her." Well, I so remember she can't ask questions. The first time that the cool up ever took me back to Minnesota to meet her family, I just left the week. You know, just. I could not believe how much food she was making. Like yeah. there'd be a full pizza at 9 a.m. <laughs> when you woke up like, okay, here's a pizza. Aren't you hungry? You know, it's like, uh, I, I'm used to only like eating three times a day, but it was just constant food coming out to you going like, aren't you hungry? What are you, t- what's wrong yeah. with you? It's her love language. It's mm-hmm. her love language. It's also, I think the immigrant thing of like, cause I get this in my family also where in Iran, they didn't have that much money and like food was kind of sparse and especially meat. And here they're like, all oh, the meat is 99 cents a pound get all the meat and you're just like constantly being like force fed like a yes. like a goose like yes. foie gras it's true it's true and then but also you're too fat but also finish your food oh yeah yes I get I get that all the time we'll get back to school up in a minute get it Scott and cool up I think it's gonna stick but first, Lao fermented fish sauce, also known as padek, is way funkier than normal fish sauce. And because it's unfiltered, way easier to make at home. Just get some diced white fish, mixed with a bunch of salt, roasted rice powder, which you can get at any Asian supermarket, and water. That's it. Let it sit at room temperature, and in three months, you'll have an amazing fish sauce and no more friends, because your house will smell like an aquarium fucked a dumpster. Enjoy! Back to school up. Um, okay, guys, we're going to get into the uh, rapid fire question segment oh, wow. of our podcast. Is it ours? It's just yours, I think. No, uh, you're adopting me and your family, and I'm adopting <laughs> oh, you in okay. my podcast. <laughs> we inherited a podcast. <laughs> oh, boy, I mean, another it one. Tracks. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Um, so, we don't have a name for this rapid fire section, but you guys can give it whatever name you want. Any, can, does anything come to mind? Mm, shit sandwich. Shit. Wait, didn't someone do shit sandwich before? Uh oh. 
Andrew? I had, someone might have done shit sandwich. Are you just Googling shit sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> I think Hassan's, was Hassan, Hassan Minhaj's might have been shit sandwich. Mm, We're taking a second bite of a shit sandwich. <laughs> yes, we are. Guys, mm. you can, uh, I'm curious because you guys both come from very different food cultures. Yes, very. Um, earliest food White memory. and other. White and other. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> but he's, yeah. We'll yeah. start with the white because white is right. Uh, what is your earliest food memory, Scott? Earliest? Um, you know, I the thing that popped in my head when you said it, I'll just go with it, is uh, barfing up those uh, orange cinnamon rolls that my parents would make. You know the ones that come in a... Like in Pillsbury? A, in a tube, yeah, the Pillsbury-like uh, ones that you bake and then you do the orange icing on them. Oh, yeah. I would have those all the time when I was a kid and I remember I got sick, like uh, some sort of stomach virus, and I remember throwing... Uh, up all that orange icing in our front yard. Um, Wow. So, but yeah, that we came... We're going more for pleasant first food memories. Oh, I don't know. You know, like my mom is a great cook, but we also, you know, she grew up in the you know, 50s and... Uh, microwavable we, this, microwavable that. No, no, not even microwave. We didn't get a microwave until I was in my teens. But I, I mean to say... Uh, you know, she's she's the daughter of very simple farm people. Right, you know? right. So, uh, you know, everything was, you know, she 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 learned to branch out and learn how to cook uh, things as we got older. But you know, when I was young, it was very much just like um, bologna sandwiches on Wonder Bread. Right. You know, with with butter. You know, yeah. like that's that's pretty much like what m- all my lunches were. You but know, does that have a soft spot for you now? Uh, or I no, can't. You're, you're done. You're, I'm you're sort of. Yeah, I can't really. Or, or like, you know, all of our hot dogs were boiled, which I think is like the worst way to <laughs> right. make hot dogs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, he won't eat um, green peppers. Unless well, if they're diced up, because he didn't like, she would do like stuffed green peppers. She would do stuffed green, but that's just a personal thing. Like, I'm sure they were good. Um, but I, I guess. You know, everything was very like simple in the way that her mom right. did it. You know, and then she learned as she as we got older. I I will say like there were simple wh- farm people when we when we first started dating. I remember we like my comfort food. Like one night, I was like, I just want tacos the way that my mom used to make them. You know, and um, so I tried to approximate them. But you know, what it pretty much was was like putting a lot of butter on every tortilla and yeah. then frying them. You know, and making that a lot sounds of sounds great actually. Making a lot of like ground beef, and then having like different bowls of just like you know shredded cheddar cheese, ground beef, uh, and pretty much that's it. But just with the most butteriest fried tortillas <laughs> of all mom time. Mom was stoned all the time. Yeah, that's what it was. That's yeah, <laughs> you know that seventy show. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah, cool off. Mine uh, is actually more similar to what you would think of Scott's uh, because I was uh, some of my favorite food memories was with the Danielsons. The Danielsons are the family that that took you in. They're yeah, they were sponsor families. They're a Baptist family. Um, the reason why we ended up in Minnesota was because they took us in. That's my mom and my biological By my the biological way, that, parents and myself. That to me was like the the coolest part of your of your film because I didn't know that about you and that like blew my mind. Yeah, Aunt Julie was... The uh, love that they had was crazy. Yeah, yeah, they're amazing people. It's When we first started dating, she would mention her sponsor family and I met them and stuff. I didn't really... You know, she sort of explained it and I, that's... You did explain it. I sort of understood it. <laughs> um, but... um 
you know, it's it's one of those things where, like, seeing the movie, it really crystallized of, of exactly what they did and why they did it. Yeah. And it's it's a really interesting part of the movie for me because with, um, you know, everyone talking sort of about immigration and coming down um, very hard on one side of the issue, yeah. I think they could learn a lot from oh my God. Uh, the Danielsons. They were such good people. I was like, these yeah. guys have a secret. They're not telling us. They're too nice. <laughs> <laughs> Something's not, something they're like, surprise. surprise. We actually are even nicer. <laughs> yeah, we treat people like humans <laughs> with dignity. <laughs> um, and uh, Angela used to make this um, amazing potato salad. Mm. And so she well, she was an amazing cook. So two mustard things. base, lots of mustard. Mustard base, Miracle Whip. There is mustard a- based. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> ay ay ay, el perro. <laughs> Georgia, be good girl. Um, there's there's eggs in it. There's like it's yeah. I think I only had like mayo based potatoes. Like everything in my childhood was very like white bread mayo based yeah. you know well, how do like you, butter based lao food couldn't be more further from that it's like yeah. it's like an explosion of flavors in your it's like punching your taste buds mm-hmm. ceaselessly yes, do you enjoy spice. it or is it too is it essentially over I really like it i will say occasionally sang will make stuff and i'll and i like spicy food a lot but sometimes it'll be like it's a different this spice is, this yeah. is too hot for me yeah. like to to be pleasurable to eat a lot of, yeah, <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean. I get that. that no, Southeast sense. Asian spice is some like you go to the restaurants. You're like, do you want mild, medium, or hot? You go mild, and it's gonna still blow your yeah, face. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think hot generally is just not enjoyable, and you're just sweating. It's crazy. Right. Um, I also she also made amazing uh, cookies, amazing chocolate oatmeal chocolate chip cookies, Ooh. which this year I started. Making, she got the recipe. I got, oh, finally nice. got the recipe, and it just tastes like childhood, and it oh, just they're so it. delicious, and they're thick. Yeah, I'm like thick cookies. I like a thick cookie. Death row meal. We'll go with you, Kulaf. Macaroni and cheese. Really? Like craft, like the ghetto, like out of the box. No, probably not. Like a fancy lobster truffle one. Oh, great! Yes, thank you. I also. I also, because of, you know, my upbringing, I thought that was the only way to make macaroni and cheese and ramen. Those are the two things. I remember I had a roommate when I was 20 who was like, I make the best ramen. I'm like, what do you, what do you mean (laughs) you make the best ramen? You put the noodles in the thing, you pour (laughs) hot water over it, you put the flavor packet in. He's like, no, no, no. Like I add stuff to it. I go, you can add stuff to it. (laughs) Like I didn't know anything about this. And that's the same with macaroni and cheese. I just assumed that was what macaroni and cheese is. So when you have I, like an authentic one, it's... I do love a Velveeta mac and cheese, though. There really is something oh, yeah. about that, that. No, is, but even a craft, it takes me back. Yeah. It just takes me back. Can't Oof. have it all the time, but it does take me back. Yeah, it's pleasurable, though. Yeah. Um, I ooh. mean, ramen, though, me growing... Having ramen growing up was the... What was the, the brand we got was Mommy. And like it really was just you add water and then you just add stuff to it. But like mm-hmm. I didn't the ramen that we have now the ramen I had in San Francisco that that wasn't what Another I had growing ramen. up. Yeah. Have you been to Sujita in L.A.? Yes. Oof, so yes. Good. Sujita is that the dipping? 
No, that's su- that's a Tsukumen. Yes. Um, they do have a dipping one there. At su- it's Tsujita Annex. They have like a really thick noodle. It's yes. like amazingly good. I went to the Tsujita. I don't like the dipping ones. He, she, I don't like the dicking like one. I don't either. The and dicking I, one? It's, I don't like the, the dicking one. What's the point? I And it's funny because I, I lose a lot of foodie street cred with that because a lot of like real ramen heads are like, no, man, that's the real. Then you taste the noodle, man. Ugh. I'm like, fuck you. I want the bowl. <laughs> and they're cold noodles. Like they're like, no, yeah. it's because you want the contrast. I'm like, I don't want contrast. Give me the noodles and a fucking soup. It. Yeah. I like Shots it. Shots fired. You well, like it? I like, I like both. Yeah. I don't know. It's just different texture. It's a thicker noodle. It's also just like more trouble than it's worth to me. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's the same. It's how I feel about crab, crab about legs. Crab legs. <laughs> it's like, oh. just, I don't want to work this hard. I love that cool up. You saw that coming. You're like, here we go. Crab, crab legs. But I, I, well, I'll do it for you. Oh, but no, you don't. <laughs> crab legs? Oh. Yes, I definitely Meaning crack. you crack them for yes. me? Yes. Mm. Can I tell you, I just went to Mastro's last week. Oh, oh very cool. And they have a crab leg, like a uh, co- cocktail, like a shrimp cocktail, but mm. crab leg. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's already comes out it's of the- my favorite. Decadent, very decadent oh, when it yeah. comes out. Because you don't, if you don't have to put the work in, I think you're right. It is it is just at the level of, of uh, a little more work than I'd like to do for the yeah. flavor. Even a lobster is easier, I feel like. Oh, yeah, you of know, course. You've got crab. more meat in yeah. there. It's just such a- it's a bit. Sure. Yeah. No, but yeah. I love it so much, so it's worth it for me. Mm. It's and my you, fave. See that? Mm-hmm. And you guys still get along. <laughs> uh, death Row Meal. Scott. I kind of feel, you know, in the few times where I've been on, like, Weight Watchers or something like that, like, what I really tend to miss the most is, like, a really good burger, mm. you know? So I think I would get some sort of, like, you know half pound medium rare burger with a bacon yeah, and yeah. something a really nice bun something like that do you have Good a specific cheese. burger that you're uh, in love with you know not really i can't say from a specific place i mean we go to in and out all the time if we like want a burger yeah. you know what i mean um but i do there I, I will say like if i'm traveling and i'm like at a hotel alone to me that is like always order the burger on the menu That's and just like see gross road food. He, well, it's not even gross. Like usually, cause I'm usually in like, okay hotel. Like I'm not talking about Marriott's or whatever, yeah, but, like, the Carlton. <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm like, you know, on a business trip for a show or whatever, and they put and me up in a, a nice place, right, yes, right, like the it. London in New York or whatever, right, right. or, you know, whatever nice hotel they put you in, they'll usually, or the nomad, you know, yeah. they'll usually have like a really nice, elegant burger and yeah. I'm always like interested in yeah. the differences of like okay what is this place's elegant burger you know? yeah it's a good uh, I like li- elegant test. burger that's mm-hmm. a new podcast I hey, like that's an what elegant this, burger yeah well, that's what this is called this there, segment <laughs> elegant burger elegant burgers there is a place that Daniel Ballou's DB Bistro Modern in New York where see they one have, of the Blues Brothers yeah Daniel Ballou Ballou's Brothers <laughs> Where they put a piece of foie gras in the middle of the pa- mm. of the burger patty and cook. like a smash burger, like, like yeah, like yeah, it's a lobe of foie gras inside. Whoa, the beef. that is an elegant burger. We, an at, elegant speaking burger. of the Nomad in New York, they and also the one here, they do a really nice chicken two ways that has foie gras on it, and it's, it's uh, delicious. Yeah, it's really, really you've yeah, had that. Amazing. I thought we've talked about it. I've been to the Nomad in New York. I don't know that I had the chicken two ways. Did I? I just remember that seafood tower. They have like a really cool looking seafood tower mm. there. They do, do the, the foie chicken. gras under the skin. Oh, no way. And yeah, it's great. Mmm, gout. Mm. 
<laughs> um, what is actually? I wonder if this is it. What is the best high-end meal that you've ever had? Well, and you guys can answer this together if you did it together. Just had an amazing chef's table experience. That's what's sticking. When in we my were in head. San Francisco, which one? Saison? Um No, Octavia. we went to Octavia. Octavia. Yeah, Pat Oswalt um, invited us and a bunch of other comedians um, on Saturday night. And when we were in San Francisco, he was like. Um, I've contacted the chef and she's just going to make whatever's good with whatever's fresh and just bring out a ton of courses and just, you know, no come way. by. Yeah, it was one of those like really special things where where you don't know what's coming and I they just it. keep bringing food out to the point where like everyone is just like, oh my God, we you can't bring anything more. What is there anything else? And they're like, well, there's a bunch of ribeye coming. And then they put down <laughs> like, and everyone, by the way, people had spots that they had to keep going to. So like the table winnowed down to like oh fewer and fewer people and they're putting more and more food out there yeah. based on the original number of people. Oh my God. So they put down just plates and plates of ribeye. That was like amazing. With salmon, egg, yeah. veg, and, wow. and this is after dessert. This is after 10 courses already, you know. It was, an still it was epic. It was like, it was great. We it started at six. We were out of there at 11. At 11, yeah. <laughs> That's insane. But, I've it never, was, but I, it's a dream because it's Octavia. like you, you get to talk. It's like you're having these like scintillating conversations among, uh, mm. like with f the freshest, most delectable food. Comedians. Oh. Oh. <laughs> with the freshest Fresh comedians. comedians. <laughs> it's just These guys relax. are new, but they're so funny. They have a tight 10. <laughs> they can do 15 yes. if pressed. And then a little bit of crowd work, but they can still <laughs> manage it. <laughs> There was also the wine was flowing. Ooh. It was just so. It was so. What a treat! What a. Does Patton get a lot of uh, ratatouille groupie love at restaurants? I, I think th he must. Is that I, what it is? Or no, he just, is. Well, truly he was already a, foodie, a, a true. Yes. I think he was a true foodie before ratatouille, and he maybe that. Uh, and you'd have to ask him, but that might have tied into why they thought of him for ratatouille, perhaps. Right, um, right because right. he he is a true like food lover. Um, but I think now, since he was in it, it's become now a thing where like chefs, you know, yeah. like, kind of cater to it, which I is yeah, that. which is fantastic for us. Yeah, it's amazing for us. Yeah. And the sh the chef who owns Octavia is opening a restaurant in L.A. Oh, really? I don't know what it's called, but as soon as I know, I'll let you know. Okay, yeah. great. We'll we'll by the time this comes out, we'll shout it out. <laughs> um, what is the best low end meal you've ever had? Hmm. Well, you brought up In and Out. I'm trying to think of something else. I used to s just survive on the Del Taco 99 cent meal. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> like when I was broke. Um, and this is like after I'm in show business, by the way. This oh, is right. like, you know, <laughs> in the years like where, you know, the big companies are holding your money for a year. You know, like right. I once had an NBC deal and they, I finished the script and they did not pay me for a year, you know, because oh, and it was just like, you keep asking them, can I have the money? And they're like, oh yeah, we're getting that to you. And it's purely so that they can keep the interest on it? Yeah. They like yeah. Someone has to sign it. Oh, wait, but they're they're on vacation now. So yeah, crazy. you know, so like I've had those years in show business where I'm like really scrounging and just like sort of surviving on the, the you know, dollar menus at whatever fast food places are there. Oh, so. Well, that taco, God. wait, did you say Del Taco, honey, or did you Del say? Del Taco is okay. you know, one that I would go to all the time back by our old condo. Yeah. Um, but like best, just like cheap, meal. cheap simple yeah. meal. Well, Drunk food, like you know, like street meat, like a hot dog, oh. like a LA hot dog. Oh, that's one of the questions. His favorite drunk food. We can get right into that. My friend uh, Tall John, or our friend Tall John, um, John Schrader, still talks about the night that we went to see. I I think it was Weezer at the Palace, and um, that I 
um, as we were walking to our car, I stopped at three different places for three different hot dogs because I was like, oh, a post-show hot dog? Great. I ate one. I was like, then we walked more. I was like, I kind of want another one. I got another one from another place. Got another one from another place. Then we said our goodbyes, and then I admitted the next day I got two more after they <laughs> no. left. He loves yeah. a hot dog. Wait, are they like the bacon-wrapped wrapped yeah. ones? Yeah, they like, yeah, yeah. they're like cooking on a tray? Yep. Yeah, but the ones, like that you, pan? the ones that you find out later that some of those places have just like cockroaches, like, you know, infested <laughs> trays. But hot dogs are another that thing that I love. That adds to the umami, actually. Mm, yeah. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. What is a uh, oh this is one of my favorite questions. What is your uh, restaurant pet peeve? I find okay, I was a server for oh, a decade. Uh, okay, no. so I feel like it. I can criticize ser- servers. It gets a little obnoxious when people who just go to restaurants are like, "Well, oh, the person didn't do this, the person didn't do this." Yes. Um and in fact, I think my second year of serving I was running around and you know, really frazzled and someone who was a server like one of my tables was like, here, let me give you some advice and like told me like the basic way of how not to fuck up serving of like come out and check on everyone that's in your section at the same time and then go only go back to the because I was running out one person would go, can I have a glass of water? I'd run back into the kitchen, then go to the next table and going back and forth right. too many times. He's like, no, take care of everyone at the same time. It seems basic. All right. Wow. But um, like so I feel like I can out. sort of. OK, you know, it takes one to know like one get annoyed saying. when I go to a a place and they do certain things. You know what I mean? <laughs> I love how much guilt you have around saying well, I don't like bad service. I, <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like it's sort of obnoxious when people are just like, no, no this, I don't think it is because you're paying okay. a premium to sit down somewhere and to, you know, okay. to, to get away from your, your problems. Right. Dan's, ne- Dan's never been a server. Never ever. <laughs> this is the other side. <laughs> but you know what? I will say this. I've definitely, had to do stand up on days when I had a really awful day, and then you got to get up there, though. You got to put on your face. And I know you can be having a bad day, but like we all have bad days, and we have to go to work. And mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what I you think, were even talking about. I think some of the things I'm talking about are like people just generally not being good at their job, no matter what bad day or no bad day. Right. You know what I mean? They so, just, what specifically? Specifically, some things that like bug me about servers are. There's this weird thing where the slower, the, like the fewer people that are in the restaurant, the worse the service gets. You think it would be the opposite, yeah. but it's like it really is true. If you're one of the only people in the restaurant, your service will be absolutely terrible. True. Because they're like on a break practically. Right. They're just in the kitchen like chatting with people and going like, oh, that person doesn't eat. Like if they're out there really hustling, they're going to see you and get your – like getting your check – when it takes forever, just drives me up the wall. Yes. Like yeah. when I'm ready to go and I have my credit card out, it's like, I want to go, yeah. you know, yes. yeah. refilling the water glass. It happens often where they're not paying attention and he's, he's bone dry. Oh, re- that's really bad. That's but, when I love the Korean system. Like when you go to a Korean restaurant, they have a little buzzer. You just oh press yeah. It. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, my, my recent one that's a big pet peeve is, is anytime anyone asks, have you been to our restaurant before? Oh, they are I hate t- it. they are about to tell you about small plates. <laughs> and I and I know what small plates are. I I'm in Los Angeles. I get it. Yes, a lot of smaller things and you pay for more of them. Right. I understand. Yeah. Right. And then when That's, they recommend how much you should eat, like we recommend somewhere between four and eight and a half plates per yeah. diner. They're, and they're always like upselling you at least by two or three plates. Yeah. By yes, the way. of course. Absolutely. Um yeah and then I also you know, the jokes that servers tell, because I've been there. Yeah. 
they all oh yes really they're so annoying but they they know it's funny in a way like i i had a bit in my old act where like i was a server doing stand-up for the first time Uh but the only and i wore a server apron and the only jokes that i told were like server jokes so i was like so this guy comes into my restaurant the other day and i set down the 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 food I walk away five minutes later, it's completely gone. I'm like, uh, are you sure you didn't want to lick the plate clean? <laughs> you know, or boy, you didn't like that, did you? You know, uh, it's just the jokes every single server makes just yeah. drive me up the wall. I do that the opposite way, where if I finish something, I'll be like, it was awful. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> wink. That You're part a, of the problem. I am part that of the was problem. a luscious wink. Yeah, I like I like people to be like warm personable personable but lately i've just i don't need to be called honey sweetie baby oh yeah i hate chief i hate uh who's, yeah what were they calling us remember at the sushi place or was it a sushi place where yeah did oh no 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 it was the breakfast place we went to oh the, yes and a she blue was, jam cafe yeah oh, oh okay first of all yeah <laughs> shame that's well, a shame on it you was situation. great <laughs> it was great i just i we and we were kind of laughing about what she was calling it's just so early in the morning when we went to, and then it's just like, sweetie, I don't know. No, remember. it was more like, dude, and, or like, <laughs> everything was like, all right, boss, oh, you know, uh, yeah, just yeah, something, yeah. you know, when it gets that informal. Yeah. And know. I think I, I like used to brush it off, but being with your dad, I've mm. noticed how people sort of like, like yes. infantize infantilize it's the, like the, older, the people. older people and that, he, dri- that drives him crazy Interesting. and i like i get it now yeah. what do you like, mean like so wanna... waiters will come over and go hi sweetie because he's older yeah but he probably likes that no no i'm telling you he oh, doesn't really? like it he absolutely yeah. hates oh. it and it's like hey hon or hey sweetie oh how are we doing and they they treat yeah. like an older person like a child it's re- it, it is interesting i think my dad likes that I okay. can see your dad loving it. What the fuck is that supposed to mean? <laughs> That's a freak. Exactly <laughs> what I mean. My dad is a freak. Oh, dad. My dad is very pre-me too in restaurants. Premature? Pre- <laughs> he's, he's a pre-me too ejaculator. <laughs> uh, no, he's just like, hello, beautiful. Oh, okay. oh. But he has Well, they're calling him sweetie for a different he's reason. He's a foreigner. <laughs> they're, they're trying to say like, I do not find you attractive. You're sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, what is a uh, favorite hangover food? I think a soup or something like that. Probably. Yeah, probably. I don't know. I remember, um, when Lucy I worked eggs. at Chin Chin in the Valley, I remember, um, we, we would all have to work, um, New Year's day. And, uh, because we, it, it's like a Jewish run restaurant. And so we would get like Yom Kippur off, but then have to work New Year's day, <laughs> right. you know, and yes. so, see um, you on the 24th of <laughs> December. But right. <laughs> Um, so you'll I remember get, coming in. You like get on, your Yom Tov off. I remember coming in on New Year's Day so hungover and just like having to fold napkins and having my head on the counter. And I was drinking water and, and the the busboys that I was close with were like, no, 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 no don't, that makes it worse. Don't drink water. Um, drink tea. Drink like iced tea. Interesting. And, yeah. What so, ethnicity were the busboys? They're uh, Hispanic. They're mainly they're from like Mexico or Guatemala. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Have a tea yeah. instead. Yeah. So the yeah, I've always like thought about that. Like just like like drink the water before you get the hangover, but once you have it, it's like water just supposedly makes it worse. Um. Oh, do you guys have a favorite celebrity chef? Ooh. By the way, today is Anthony Bourdain Day. I don't know if you know that. It's, yeah, it's, it's he, Anthony Bourdain's uh, birthday. It, is today. Oh, it's his birthday. No, it's death yeah. day. Do we Not celebrate people twice a year now? <laughs> it's birthday. Like, come on. <laughs> I well, I say that because I think aren't 
we celebrating Farrah Fawcett today too because she died on this day? It's like, Are come we? on, let's either come in or go, and we can't do both. I think <laughs> we did celebrate Bourdain's, not celebrate, but Bourdain's yeah, death week. was a thing. Yeah. yeah, I had people over for food. You did? Yeah, and then yeah, we did a mean, mock hanging. Oh wait, what oh. for the? <laughs> oh, it was <laughs> the death day. Today's birthday. We now mm. we're gonna blow a candle. <laughs> she played hangman. <laughs> we played hangman. <laughs> Uh, is there a favorite celebrity chef that you guys have? Um, let's or, see. Or like a TV personality or like a restaurant personality? I sort of like David Chang stuff or like, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. But I, I don't really necessarily follow any I mean, I wanna go, I've want to. i never been to French Laundry and I want to go there. So what's like Thomas, Thomas Keller? Keller? Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. I've never else. been to French Laundry. That sounds like a very fun thing. I've been Isn't outside that? of the French Laundry. Yeah, yeah. I just love Mario Batali and... <laughs> not not so much his food, but just everything. Yeah. <laughs> other than his food. That, you know, it's funny because he is mine. I was like, I liked him like pre me too, and I forgot who we were talking to. He was like, oh, so like just because he got caught, you know, like like you're okay with this yeah. behavior. I saw some guy the other day. By the way, I didn't, I didn't tell you this, but I saw some guy at this um, thing. I was at that, that Netflix thing I was at, and he was like talking about how he works for Italy, and he's like on their PR team or something like that, and I was like, oh my god. I love going to Italy, and I and I like brightened up when I heard about him. I was like, I do, I love it, and I, I was like telling him about how like we try to go on Christmas Eve or something, watch a movie, and when it's slower or whatever. And, right. and he he was looking at me in such disbelief that I liked going to Italy, and I was like, I was like, you work there, why are you looking at me like this? <laughs> and um, basically, he probably was, thought you should have qualified it with like, yeah, I mean. Italian stuff, but still. Yeah, no, but I was just, I was literally trying to see if, like, I would get some sort of special invite from him. And it was, <laughs> he just kind of looked at me like, okay, you like, all right, whatever, and, like, walked away. Oh. Anyway. Bummer. Yeah, but we do enjoy doing that. I do like Italy a lot. I go there, I'll, have, I'll, get, I'll get a glass of wine, and then I'll go food shopping. There's just something about the, like, I, I will say that People say, "What would you do if you didn't, if you weren't in show business or whatever? What what job would you have?" And I find myself, anytime I go in one, fascinated by delis, and I think I would work at a deli or something. Really? Because I just like all of the different meats and slicing them and the cheeses and all that stuff. I'm just like fascinated by all of it, and I, I love. Uh, like at the Oaks, you know, I will yeah. like wander around the Oaks and look at all the stuff and like, you know, going to, to, uh, it's not called Mayfair, uh, Gelson's, you know, just like, just like sitting there watching them. I enjoy it. And I'm sure it's like a pain in the ass for them to make a sandwich, you know? Right. Like yeah. I, I, I know anytime I go to, to Gelson's and I go up to the deli thing and they call my number, I'm going to go, I want a sandwich. And they just kind of like <laughs> groan because it like takes eight times longer uh, than just slicing meat or, or scooping. It's like salad someone ordering a Long Island iced tea at the yeah, bar. Exactly. Like, hey, you know, yeah, yeah. but yeah. I just, I find it so, it seems so fun to me, all the different types of things. Oh my you know, God. I worked so at charmed. Daddy's Deli in the Mall of America and it was fun. Mm. But then, of course, I was swooped up by Hulk Hogan's pasta mania. Yeah, pasta of course. Mania. Yeah. Pasta. Do you they guys have a, you. Do you have a favorite deli, uh, L.A. Uh, deli? I recently went with my Cassidy to the uh, Larchmont Wine and I think it's Larchmont Wine and Cheese. Yeah, yeah, they make great sandwiches. I think they should yeah. rename it Larchmont um, Overrated Sandwiches. Interesting. Really? Workshop, I, I they're workshop. That would the title. be an impediment to their business. I'm not sure. You don't like? It? You think it's no. okay? I went there once and I, I, I don't know and why. I liked it. I wanted to like it so much too. Oh, no. I just thought the bread was blah. Oh, blah bread. Blah bread. Blah bread. The first time I ever went the name to of my bakery. First blah time bread. I ever went to a deli was I think I was 16 or 17, and my friend 
was we were like trying to figure out where to eat. And when I grew up, like if you went somewhere to get something to eat, especially at 17, it's like, well, you either go to McDonald's, Carl's Jr., you know, one of the fast yeah. food places. But he's like, why don't we go to the deli? And I'm like, I just thought of the deli as like, you know, huge, you know, <laughs> like cuts of meat that's, you know, <laughs> right, like right. Like, or something. Yeah. Like. Well, I mean, like, you know, giant, like, like sides style <laughs> sides of oh, beef, you know. Okay, okay. So I was like, go to the deli. He goes, yeah, you can get a sandwich at the deli. I was like, what? <laughs> really? And I'm very naive, naive about food, obviously, like into my early 20s, you know, like ramen. <laughs> what? So we went we went to the deli and it was just like I had just like a meat sandwich with the fresh cheese and everything and I was just like blown away how much better it was than the sandwiches that my mom would make you yeah. know what I mean of like the the bologna and butter, butter. sandwiches you know yeah, it was like yeah. a nice roll with all these like Italian meats and you know I was right. just like this is amazing like, do, you can do this yeah. yeah but I thought that was the only one at that one place <laughs> you know I didn't know there was like a ton of <laughs> delis everywhere oh, that's very charm I'm so charmed by Scott and his deli thing mm. i'm very charmed i might open one up. that's what i'll do i'll just open up a deli when i sunset out of entertainment <laughs> yeah. in two years yeah and you'll, two you'll, you'll have one. one it'll be a brisket sandwich you have one brisket a day yeah i'll just make Line a brisket up. oh my Six god i would love get a sandwich. it i would love it i would eat i don't think the you thin would slicer baby. yeah i think, I think i'll oversee it i'll have employees yeah that's <laughs> yeah. right you'll yeah. have a live feed with the webcam yeah, yeah, that sounds to more like see what's like going it. on. You know, maybe I'll, I'll swing by once a yeah. week, you know? <laughs> okay, here we go. That's a full picture. <laughs> go say hi to You enjoying your sandwich? I'm the owner. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of food memories, by the way, this uh, and Chin Chin um, and you enjoying this uh, was uh, a story I will tell about working at Chin Chin where um, I once had very many tables and there was like an older gentleman outside that I was waiting on. And he, we got through like two-thirds of the meal and he called me over and he goes, Hey, can I ask you something? I said, sure. He goes, you ever watch Married with Children? I'm like, yeah, sometimes. He goes, what do you think of Christina uh, Applegate? I'm like, fine. He goes, she's my daughter. <laughs> I'm like, okay. Weird. <laughs> weird flex. I'm like, all right. Cool, dude. You know what's really weird about that is because nine times out of ten, people probably would be like, oh, yeah, she's fucking hot. Yeah, I and know. he like, likes I to hear I feel that. like the, that's what he wanted me to say because I was in a certain age and demographic maybe. I don't know. It was very, very weird. weird. And I don't know if it's true. I, I, that's the other thing. Like someone can say something like that and it is not, yeah. you know, her father. So I don't want to, her to hear about this and go like, Dad, what are you acting weird about? You know, uh, it quite more than likely was not her father. I don't know. That Let's get like, to the bottom of this. I think like I can a, show you photos of him around that time. Hopefully yeah. he's still with can us. Can you pull up a picture not, of Christine Applegate's uh, <laughs> dad? <laughs> hopefully I'm not like, you know, making fun of someone who's passed on or whatever. But uh, anyway, it was just yeah. a weird story. <laughs> no, that's a very good story. And I think it's definitely him. I can't imagine someone making that up. That's like a funny detail mm -hmm. <laughs> but it's the kind of thing where like i can also see when i'm off on another table him saying to his companion like i'm gonna fuck with this guy <laughs> and tell him i'm christina applegate's father and see if he wants to get a date or something and then he went back he's like didn't work out as well as i thought it would <laughs> <laughs> all right two more questions guys um what food is that the guy? I have, oh, look, you, Apple, we have this Apple is 25 years ago. How am I supposed guy. to Can know? you look at him 25 years ago? Yeah, yeah. yeah. DH him. Enhance. <laughs> <laughs> He's older now. Oh. 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 Interesting. That's that could, a, it definitely oh, could have been. Like, that looks no like idea. a guy who hangs out at a chin chin. Yeah. All right. Two more questions. Uh, what, what food can't you stand? You can't stand it. Raisins. Really? Hate them. Really? Disgusting. 
Wow. Put them up your butt. I hate them. <laughs> Put them up your butt? No, up your butt. <laughs> oh, up my butt. <laughs> I Wait, won't eat them. For real. Blech. Can I, have you ever, you've never had a Persian raisin? And this is not a sexual <laughs> thing, I swear. Shit on her chest I right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, do you do a delicate shit upon my chest? <laughs> that is the Persian Dirty Sanchez. <laughs> is the Persian raisin. <laughs> no, I haven't. I am going to bring, oh, I mean, unless you're completely averse, but they're different. They're I like prunes. I like craisins. Oh. It's not, I just, raisins. Weird. They ruin an oatmeal cookie. Well, I agree. Okay, fine. I agree. But a raisin on its own is not like, I, I don't know, I'm, I'm not. An oatmeal cookie without raisins. I prefer it. It's kind of really? plain, isn't it? Yeah, but then like put a, put some goo. Yeah, thank oh, you. Yeah, all right. Chocolate thank chips. You. Thank, thank you, you Andrew. Andrew. Thank you. Um, oh, uh, I uh, aforementioned I'm not really a huge peppers person. I, I like them in like maybe chopped up in some things, but I'm not like a big whole peppers person. I also don't really like whole tomatoes. I like tomatoes in a lot of stuff. I just don't like a big chunk a of big, tomato. A, not even a chunk. Like I, eating a tomato like an apple. Yeah, you know, in a salad when there's like whole tomatoes in something, I'm like you really. Oh, oh, I pass. like a big. Uh, there is <laughs> actually uh, next time you guys, if you go to Here's Looking at You, which I highly recommend. We, we've mm. been there, Ben. Oh, cool. Uh, that's the other thing. I, I cannot remember the name of any restaurant. Really? That's, that's right. a weird one to remember. Here's Looking at You. Yeah. I always would be like, is it what? So you think you can dance or something? <laughs> <laughs> but they have a tomato dish there that is crazy because they put like some sort of uh, like dried shrimp on it. Ooh. And it's dried shrimp and that like Chinese sausage. Yes, yummy, yummy. I forget what it's called. If if you're like stuffing a tomato and you cut it and it has something else on it, that's fine. I'm just saying like to eat a tomato by itself is bizarre. Yeah, interesting. What about an heirloom tomato? A nice Mm. heirloom? No. Still no. But will you do the burrata and tomato? You've done that. Yeah, I like that. that. Like pairing it with someone is fun. Some someone or something. Yeah. You don't think um, it's like a headliner. You think it's like yeah, yeah, yeah. And when you and when they're just whole in a salad, it's like you can't like get enough lettuce or enough of the rest of the salad in order to justify it. You know, like <laughs> chop them up and put them in there. Interesting. Sure. So it's a ratio thing. Yeah. Got it. Cool. Um, and last but not least, what is your desert island food? You're on a desert island. Is this one is, thing th- you can these eat. Are, all these questions are so similar. Like. <laughs> What's the one food you could eat before you die? What's the one food on a desert island? It's the same fucking thing, Dan. <laughs> Dude, it's, he's got a point. It's a, very similar. It's very different. Yeah, it's no, just, like, it's also just for different that. ways to say, like, what food do you like? Yeah, and for this to be your finale, this is your oh, finale. Yeah. Oh, the doll, the, our squeaky doll. That means we're out of time. <laughs> Our finale. Oh, oh I man! I don't feel like that's your firework. Really? Do you have a better question that we can finale with? So I, so, I mean, you definitely want your questions to like uh, get to know someone. Yeah. Um, so it could be tied into someone's past, but uh, also you want it to wrap up. I mean, you don't want like people to leave your show thinking like, oh, well, now I'm just imagining myself stranded in a Robinson Crusoe situation on a desert island. No, you guys take this to... Having sex with a volleyball. She did the same thing. She was like, "Uh, I'd want coconut because it's a neutral liquid. And I'm like, no, you're not on a desert island. With only the things that you can (laughs) find on the desert island. (laughs) Yeah, you'll be fine. You're gonna, you're gonna get. So someone makes a delivery every day. Is yeah, that what you're saying? the postmate. But it has to be the, postmates gets on a canoe. But it has to be the same thing every day. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, yeah it's the same thing. Andrew, thank you. I got this. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, now that I we guess f- you want it to be something that's 
not going to slow you down, something that you would have to be in the mood for literally every day. It's yeah. probably just going to be like some sort of meat, you know, with, I don't know, steak frites. Steak frites. <laughs> yeah. See? Steak See? Frites. Now you're playing the game. Steak frites. I would have never thought that out of you. You know, because then you get, like, if you don't want the frites one day, you're like, oh, I'm getting a little too much weight. You yeah. just throw those into the ocean for the mermaids <laughs> and just keep the steak. <laughs> No vegetable. A steak free. Turf and turf. Turf and turf. Mm. Turf and turf. Maybe you need, maybe maybe you get a, like, you get a side salad. And go, hey, can I get a side salad with that? <laughs> yeah. No tomato. Easy tomato. The tomato. Yeah. Wait, do you have a, sta- a favorite steak free that you've ever eaten? Um, Probably not. I will say the steak place that we went with the Bang Bang Riders in Vegas. Um, whose restaurant was that? Your was favorite. Batali. Oh, That yeah. was one of the most delicious steak dinners It was very good. Yeah, it's ever a, had. A steakhouse is a The one at the Venetian. Thing. Yeah, it's um, called, um, what's it called? I'm forgetting the name. Uh, it's something with it's a called, um, V, maybe? Yeah, maybe I think like it might be road V. Road beef? Or road um, beef. It's called road beef. <laughs> but... Uh, <laughs> Carne Carne Vino, Vino. yeah, Yeah, yeah. it was so fucking good. Yeah, and pretty expensive, and I had to pay for the whole thing. Yikes! And I'm still pretty broke about it. (laughs) Um, Um, Steakhouse dinner will always set you back. They're never cheap. Yeah, there's never like a good deal at a steakhouse. Yeah, but I love a steakhouse. It's like the most. It gives me American pride. It's like such an American thing. No, I. I think our steaks in America are better than steaks anywhere else because like we age the shit out of them. They don't really do that in Europe. You can go to the best steak place. It's gonna be like a great cow, but a fresh steak. Mm -hmm. I still there's something about aged beef that you can. Yeah, an aged tomahawk ribeye between the two of us. That's a good time. Mm. We've had that at the uh, what's the hotel in Pasadena? Langham. The the Langham. And we've had them in New York. In New York. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of sides do you guys get? Um, cream spinach? I do like a cream spinach. I, I love a cream spinach. Sometimes we'll get, uh, you know, the mac, uh, the mac and cheese, but also the, um, what's the what's the vegetable that they always do? Anyway. Asparagus. Asparagus. And, um, huh. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Show, when I f- started on that, they took us to Ruth's Chris. Nice. Um, with as the butter? With, yeah. To, as, to start, you know, as like a kickoff to get to know each other. And I always thought that was like very cool. Yeah. yeah, so I did that a couple of times on Bang. We we did the first season on Bang Bang, I think, with, up at uh, Yosh, uh, oh, Yoshi, Yamashiro. Yamashiro. And which is just okay and is out of business now. But uh, Are they but, at, that's the one that's like on the hill? Yeah, yes. on the hill. Yeah. Are they yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. Our friend goodness. got married there, but it's they're turning it into something else. But I think then we went a few years where it was just the grind of working on it, so we went to to uh, Vegas. I was just like, guys, I'm taking you all to Vegas for, for three days. You know, That's and, fun. It was fun that we took a party bus there. <laughs> yeah, we took a party bus. It was great. Well, you see how the desert island question just led into a couple of really interesting <laughs> stories. All right, yeah, Dan. I guess all right, so. Dan. Cool off? What? Desert Still? island. You're about to die. Oh my God. Wait, you said... No, you're not going to die. <laughs> you're going to die? Wait, no. the dying is part yeah, of this? Yeah, you're going to die and get a steak free. No, you're not going to die. You're in a desert um, island. Something that you, that you just... you. You love, you have all the time. It, you never get tired of. Probably like, maybe like pad thai. Pad thai, yes. Yeah. I like a good pad thai. Yeah. And it's very. It's a lot of starch. It's yeah. very starchy. You have it all day. Oh, But with, it'll give me energy. For the island. Yes. When she has to make a break for, for it and swim. Sure. To get to the other island. <laughs> yep, there's another island in this yeah. area. You are not giving us there's all another island. the information And if you need. have enough sustenance, you can make it to the other island. Okay. I, You know, whenever I go to a Thai restaurant, I love to like look, I look at the menu and I look for like all the wacky weird things and I always end up getting a pad thai. 
I'm like yeah. so basic. They're, and they always have like 86 things on the menu and they're all numbered and then you order, hey, I'll have it 73. And they go, what? <laughs> I'm like, you're the one who numbered them. Also, you have the key these menus, <laughs> you can figure it out, but yeah. why make it, you know? Take that, love to eat Thai. <laughs> I like their Thai food, but they do have too many things. In the there's menu. a lot. And then there's like chef specialties. I'm like, what? Okay, so the other things are We're not. not his special. Like he's just winging it on the other you know stuff. What specials yeah. are there? Fresh ingredients. It's not Come he. On. No, but they have a page that just it's like oh, called yeah. the chef specialties thing. Yeah, right. It's usually at the Asian restaurant. Yes, but I just there there are two women that own that restaurant. So you said he. So I just love to eat. To, oh really? Love to eat Thai bistro. I love love love. I love love to eat. <laughs> I love squared to eat. By the way, the other pet peeve I have about waiters is the auctioning off the plates. That's like. Anytime anyone does it, I'm I just kind of like roll my eyes. Wait, in, in, what are you talking about? Okay, auctioning off the plates is where someone comes to deliver the food and says, "Uh, the the <sighs> steak frites." Yeah, and then makes the person go like, "Oh, that was mine." Right. They don't know where the plates go. Yeah, like you know, at a at a real place, the waiter knows who gets every meal and like delineates it on the ticket of like position one, position two, position three. And you know, everyone knows what the position on the table is and what, what person is one, two, three, and four. Right. So that it, no matter who it is, can look at the ticket and go, oh, okay, position one gets this. And then they just give it to you. They just put it down in front of you. Yeah. Like, that's a real place. I like that. This is like PhD level pet peeve right yeah. there. Yeah. He, he used to be a waiter though, so he can say that. Yeah. So, but <laughs> it, it, it's not that it's a pet peeve where I go like, Oh, this place they're they're doing something wrong, like they're they're lazy or anything like that. I just go in my head, I go, Oh, they don't know this yet. Right. You know what I mean? Or it's not it's not a place that cares about that. Right. They don't value that. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys heard the squeaky toy. That means that we are out of time. Cool up, Scott. Thank you so, so much. Thank you, Dan. It was very Thank delightful you, Dan, to get to know you more my sweet through Dan. your foods. Love you. Love you. Scott, you didn't say love you. Oh. Bye. <laughs> this episode of Green Eggs and Dan was produced by Andrew Stephen, executive produced by Jeff Umbro and the Podglomerate. You can find more of their podcasts at thepodglomerate.com. To see pictures of Scott Ackerman and Kulap Valaisak, fridge, information about the restaurants mentioned in the episode, and more, follow me on Twitter and Instagram at StandUpDan. The theme music is Beautiful Food by Idan and Interstitial Music by Breakmaster Cylinder. If you like this show, please tell a friend, share an episode, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. The Podglomerate, a sonic universe.